another picture-perfect Valentine's Day on the Upper East Side, and how am I going to celebrate? By exposing a giant secret today that's sure to break more than a few hearts. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And tonight we are discussing Season 5, Episode 15, Crazy Cupid Love. Original air date, February 13th, 2012, written by Austin Winsberg, directed by Matt Penn. It's Valentine's Day on the Upper East Side, and Blair can't resist playing Cupid for someone she loves. Georgina is intent on stirring up more drama, so she decides to crash Nate's Valentine's Day party. Meanwhile, Serena is shocked by something she witnesses at the party. Charlie also returns to the Upper East Side. Um, don't you mean Chivy, Wiki? Who is Charlie? Chivy! <laughs> Even so, her name is Ivy. <laughs> like, they called her Charlie. <laughs> Yeah, I know. She's not Charlie. Um, Glass full of gossip tonight. I titled Come As You Were, which um, is a spin on a Nirvana song. I wanted to do something like Kurt Cobain. So apparently I looked it up. I'm like, what would Kurt Co- what's Kurt Cobain's drink? And people concocted Jägermeister and Red Bull. That's way too much. We're not drinking that tonight. So I decided we're going to get an energy drink to go with the theme of the Red Bull. So I got an Alani New Watermelon Wave flavor. It's very good, very sweet. And uh, I do feel energized for this podcast episode. What was your energy drink of choice in high school? Monster. The green monster. I drank the blue monster, which was the sugar-free one. And then also Buku, if anybody remembers Buku's would go out late at night because I didn't drink. We didn't drink alcohol in high school. Well, I didn't. But so no. I drank energy drinks at night. We'd drive around. We'd go to 7-Eleven, pick up a giant buku or a monster. And that was what we did. <laughs> yep. So and I funny. I feel like it's very, the watermelon flavor I picked too was like very reminiscent of high school because the first time Sam and I ever drank, we had Smirnoff ice watermelon flavor. And I was like, Ugh. oh, this is actually what it tastes like. So it was like giving me flashbacks and vomit. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> Smirnoff ice. What Ugh. a memory. Right. I think that's besides a beer, I think that was like the first dabble in alcohol that I ever had. And I can't say I will ever go back to drinking a Smirnoff. Never. I also think I haven't had Jaeger and Red Bull since I was 21 because never, it was gross. You just like, you're so awake, but you're also, you're wired, but you're getting drunk and it's just, it's a bad mix. Like I do not enjoy Red Bull or Same, Jaeger. I never enjoyed the flavor Jaeger bombs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so gross. So gross. Uh, to remind everyone of my three gossip words from last ne- last week, last week we had setup, which I meant for Sag, which you kind of predicted. This is a setup of Louis and Blair, which mm, it could go that way. Past I did for the high school party, old past feelings, Serena and Dan yet again, and informant I did for SD, and pretty much all of Georgina's helpers in this episode. I can't believe I didn't realize it was Valentine's Day. Yeah, I, I, listening back to the episode, I'm like, I actually didn't tease that it was Valentine's Day, and I didn't use any words that would describe Valentine's Day, because I automatically thought that you would guess, but you didn't. 
I didn't. And the title has Cupid in it. So yeah. I'm just, just, I don't know where my brain was at, but <laughs> I have to tell you, I was super excited for a Valentine's Day episode. Oh, same. And I feel like it's late at night when you usually make your predictions. So like nobody is judging you on not choosing Valentine's <laughs> Day, but... <laughs> Thank you so much. But it is late at night and the brain is is slowly powering down. Oh, yeah. So during this episode, we have Georgina, who, as I said, has hired these spies, such as the Vander Woodson doorman, Nate's assistant, Tina, which we finally find out her name, the jeweler, etc., to see if anyone slips up and... So she can get a story because it seems as though she's extremely desperate these days. Gossip Girl is basically on its last limb. The only information she has is that Dan was the one that sent in the video of Louis and Blair at the uh, of Louis and at Louis and Blair's wedding. Sorry, and uh, but she's not willing to use that yet. She wants to use that when it's the perfect time. So with all that being said, it is actually Valentine's Day, and the only two people who are basically together. On this Valentine's Day, not in person, but as a couple, are Lily and Rufus. Yeah. Nobody else is together. Yeah. Rufus is picking out a nice Cartier necklace for his wife, but she's out of town. She's in D.C. So we have Blair, who has returned home from her honeymoon without Louis, because, guys, he's on the island. <laughs> still Unbelievable. cannot believe it. I know. I, I know. still cannot believe it. Um, but she has... Lost Louis and now gained a royal minder, Esty, who watches over her to make sure Blair's not up to any funny business as far as the contract goes. Dan gets word that Blair is back in town and decides, I'm going to bring her some DVDs to watch since I know she'll be alone this holiday. And Rufus wants to make sure Dan's not trying to get involved again with a married woman. Now the ring's on her finger. She's back from her honeymoon. Dan, don't try it. Dan's like, I'm I'm assuring you, it's strictly platonic. Maybe she'll want me to watch it with her. Maybe she won't. But I'm going to go there and try it anyway. <laughs> It was so, oh my gosh, like so desperate. It was just so bad. Also, this has nothing to do with the recap, but his hair looks so bad this episode and it's so long. It was very distracting. It's not good this whole entire season. It just gets worse and worse. But this episode, for whatever reason, just felt and not felt, but to me, I was like, Oh no, what what's happening? It was so distracting when he entered. Yeah. Padgy boy. Um, on to Chuck and Serena, who are both a little crabby on this Valentine's Day because their loves are not really interested in wanting to be with them. So Chuck is nauseated by all the lovers in town, and Serena has decided she's going to interview a celibate 70-year-old woman for her anti-Valentine's I wish we got to meet. I wish we got to I meet know. this woman. It would have been funny to have met her. She probably would have been like a hoot, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right after that, Serena bumps into Blair back at the loft, and Blair has just had enough of the cold shoulder from Serena. She says they are both mad at one another, so they should just cancel it out. And the two make up, and Blair is determined now to get Serena back with Padge for Valentine's Day because she wants them both to be happy, so she says. Plus, she's bored. Plus, being Cupid seems like fun. I screamed no. Of like course an you did. Audible. No, please, no. 
Of course you did, because I feel like we all are, not maybe, you know, Mike and Will here or Sean, but like, we, of course my phone is on, Uh, we we don't, we're not shipping this, and the fact that we're still doing this is, is worrisome, and yeah, I'm hoping it's, (laughs) hoping it's over for at least a minute, but Blair is ha- overhears a conversation. S- Serena says, "My last Valentine's Day was with Dan in high school," and Dan says the same thing. It doesn't mean that it was their best Valentine's Day. It just says that's the last time they were ever on a date on Valentine's Day. Right? Exactly. But Blair gets it in her mind. I'll be Cupid for the day. I have nothing else going on because her and Louis are very distant. And so Serena and Dan both have perspective meetings that day, Serena with her celibate nun and Dan with Alessandra for his, uh, they have to talk about what's to come next, his next next? opus, as he called it. His opus, that's what he called it. His opus. They coincidentally end up at the same restaurant, but quickly realize after a lot of free food and drinks are thrown their way that this has been a setup by Blair. She has even harried, hired a married couple to, uh, you know, really beef up that romance. Yeah, I couldn't believe that, but I got a real kick out of her and Dorota in their, you know, in their disguises. disguises. Yeah, so cute. It. Yeah. So Serena goes to confront Blair, who says she was just trying to help two people fall in love again. And Serena says the only issue is that Dan doesn't really seem to be reciprocating the feelings. Blair kind of alludes that he is going to. He told me his best and last Valentine's Day was with you. Don't worry. He's probably still interested. During all this, Nate, 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 is still... Still painfully trying to pursue Lola, who is doing her best to avoid him. She's doing a great job. He asks her out on Valentine's Day. She declines as she would. And under the radar, however, is Georgina. And because of Georgina's desperate attempts for a Gossip Girl blast, she has put this idea in Nate's head via his assistant that he needs to throw a Valentine's Day party. Okay, so has Tina been working with Georgina this whole time? No. I don't think so. I think just maybe under Georgina, a bribe? Yeah, she probably just gave her some money or said, hey, I'm gonna, I'll help you at some point. Yeah. It seems as though Tina is just up for like whatever the scandal is because she helped Nate with that one right, gossip right, girl okay. thing. Yeah, so I guess maybe does she know Georgina's gossip girl? I'm not really sure. I think so because she texted gossip girl when she oh, helped she out and said she done right and i so. think probably georgina told the people she hired like hey i'm not gossip girl i'm just like filling in right like we can all help each other here yeah yeah so the assistant gives nate this idea that he needs to have a throwback valentine's day party come as you were reminiscent of their high school days which is all fed to him it's hysterical he didn't come up with any of the details except he wants the perfect caterer. <laughs> and no other than Lola can be this perfect caterer. But this she's is... on... It's so ridiculous. And she's on a no spectator strict policy. Like, she said, I refuse to work at any spectator party, so please don't ask me. Good it's for just, her. It, good for her. <laughs> but there's a level of creep here. And... Mm-hmm. Because she's turned him down, I guess because no one turns Nate down, so he's into the chase. 
and she is different because she's not allured by him. Yeah, but like this is a tired storyline. Yeah, but he's been getting all these women that, well, he chased Diana, I guess. Like he fooled around with her and then chased her, right? But this is just, I'm like, are you guys even going to date or is this just to get her at this party? Like this was the purpose so we can, you know? Right. It, it, I mean, Nate's, it's really tough for me. He's not that kind of guy that's like going to pursue so heavily banger once and then not call her again. Like that's not him. But right. it almost like it seems almost as grimy as that. Yes. Yes. With his desperate attempts to like woo her over. It's right. It was unattractive. And she's like a little smitten, but like not enough where she. She cares. She doesn't want to be going to any of his parties and working them. So when Chuck overhears this, he decides, hey, I'll offer the Empire so that you can see Lola and basically set up these two lovebirds. How generous of him. While all that craziness is going on, we have Chivy. She's making her return for a few hours. She wants to know if Lily's around. We find out Lily's in D.C., but she'll be home later. Chivy states she'll wait for her because she has something really important to tell her, but she can't tell Rufus what it is. Because it's personal. It's personal. Rufus is like, okay. Like, I appreciate Rufus trying to get it out of her, but she's like, I just want to tell her in person. And he was like, okay. Yeah. That's fine. So she doesn't. She doesn't get to see Lily right away, and throughout the day, she's kind of, like, chasing her, waiting to see when she's going to come home. We see Chivy on the phone with someone, wondering if they they knew she left. So who did you think she was talking to at this point? Did you think it was Carol? Did you think it was Cece? I thought it was Carol. Yeah. But as the episode went on, I knew it had to do with Cece. Right. And I screamed, I knew it. And Ant came out of the bedroom and he was like, what? I thought Liam shit on the floor. And I was like, because <laughs> he didn't hear what I said. And I was like, no, it just had to do with something in Gossip Girl. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Liam, why'd you shit on the floor? Right. Same tone and pitch. You know? Exactly. During this time, too, Georgina, she gets word from the doorman that Chivy's in town. She thinks She'll be up to something. She'll spill some tea. So she goes to see her. Chivy doesn't really recognize her at first and then realizes like, oh, shit, this girl might out me if she figures things out. So she tries to be as aloof as she can. So she ends up telling Georgina about Blair and Louise nuptial agreement and the fact that when Georgina looks into this, she finds out, oh, my God, Blair's family will be bankrupt if they break this treaty. And so... She wants this, obviously, to happen, and she wants Dan to be the one, basically, to help that because she knows how he feels about her. It's like a double whammy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is such a win-win for right. her. So it's time for the party, and Georgina is worried because Blair, assumingly, won't show her face at the Empire because, obviously, that's Chuck's place of living and hotel, and Esty is there as well. And so Georgina really needs a scandal for Gossip Girl. So she decides, I'll text Dan as Gossip Girl to tell him, I know his secret. And if he doesn't get Blair to the party, I'll tell everyone that he was the one who sent in the video. So of course, he's running around hoping that he can persuade Blair into 
coming with him to this party. And his reasoning was, I still want you to set me up with Serena. And this is like the perfect way to do it. Uh, Yeah. So of course she agrees. She says, I'll just tell Essie we'll be a few minutes and then we can go to her charity event that was later that night. We have Blair, Serena, Esty. They arrive at the party together. They bump into Chuck, who's leaving his own party in his signature Chuck Bass High School scarf, the, the volatile scarf. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> notice that. I think I was just so excited to see St. Vincent performing. Yeah. I was like, oh, my great? God, this is so cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even notice. Yeah, they had like sc- a big part in the episode, too. You saw yeah. that a lot. Two songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I guess he wasn't sticking around for what reason? He's over high school. He doesn't want to be up in the Empire. He was going downstairs, which was still a party downstairs, too. Right, right. I don't know. And also, I think he just didn't want to be, like, go back into that world. Yeah, it's a trap for him. Yeah, I don't blame him either. What made me laugh is, like, this was a how you were in high school. You have to dress like you were, but everybody's in the same uniform. Right, so it's like we just wearing our Constance uniform, <laughs> right? Like, I, I mean, I guess that is what they wore in high school, so I understand that. But it's like if we, I am so curious, and we can, I want to ask this with our guest, what we would have worn. Yeah, um, Chivy, she arrives at this party as well. Dan's pulling her in. Hey, you have to come say hello to Serena. She'll be so excited, and of course, she is waiting to see Lily, who really is still. She's just never gonna make it. <laughs> She's never going to make it. Um, So Serena and her catch up. She claims, oh, I've been in Europe this whole time. Sorry I didn't keep in touch. But, you know, we'll catch up at another time. This bothered me so much because Chivy's like, I need to just find Lily because Lily's supposed to be staying at the Empire, right? And I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. And Serena's like, but wait, you have to tell me what's been going on for the past three months. (laughs) Yeah. And Chivy's like, I got to catch a fucking plane. Like, yeah. Serena's so... Mm. And yeah. that part just bothered me. <laughs> she doesn't... Yeah. I guess. Lola, she is there as the caterer of her Nate's request. He tells her, hey, this is my only option. The only way I could get you to see me, even though she keeps ducking him. And now she can work and basically like flirt at the same time. So it's like a win-win for everyone. And she's like, ha ha, Nate, you're so charming. We have a scene where Blair is sprucing up Dan to make him look more like his disheveled high school self. And um, so she takes off his tie. And during this scene, the two of them are very close, extremely close. You see Padge, he is like taking in all of Blair's pores and eyelash, like every he loves this face, right? Her like, he's essence. Like, her her essence. essence. He's smelling her perfume, smelling her hair, and he's so happy she's even touching him. And she's like going on and on. Doesn't help, too, that... She's like, I appreciate you. You've been so great to me this year. Serena's totally going to see this version of you that I, like, love. And he's like, oh, like, you appreciate me. And so he's like, the wheels are turning. He's like, okay, this is really great. And during this time, he gets a text message from Gossip Girl stating, you need to kiss her. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know. Uh, So, of course, he didn't. He doesn't kiss her. He gets nervous and he decides, I'm going to keep texting Gossip Girl until I find her, in which he finds Georgina, obviously, says, I'll out you. 
if you, you know, I'll tell everyone who you are, so you need to keep my secret about the video. So she leaves. And Blair heads into this room, which is Chuck's room, mind you, closes the door, and she wants to know, am I making a mistake sending you up with Serena? It doesn't seem like you are interested. Are you messing with her emotions? And so she wants him to tell her how he really feels. How can I make you happy? And in order to make him happy, he passionately oh my god kisses her and she kisses him back and of course georgina swings the door open she gets a photo and serena is there to get proof of them kissing like right in front of her face and of course she's pissed well of course i mean this looks really bad right like you set me up basically you kept telling me dan was gonna like me he was gonna want to be with me and then you kiss him right and it's you're married. Awful. And you're married. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's so awful, but so great for us pair people, right? I mean, you know, it it's gut wrenching because it's like this is not the way it right. should be. Right. You know? And it's I had I had conflicting pair Absolutely. feelings. Absolutely. Well, I should be loving this. I did not love this. Right, because it's just it's just not good timing for it. Yeah, right. Yeah. But but it is nice to see Blair finally, like, accept that she and Dan are, like, close friends. Because even when he goes to bring her the DVDs that morning, she doesn't even, like, shun him or reprimand and say, oh, why would I want that? Like, she's just like, oh, thanks. Like, they just, they just, like, appreciate each other. Like, she really actually appreciates him now. Yeah, they're best friends. They're best they're friends. Best and friends. now it's tiptoeing over the line and so of course Blair tries to argue Dan kissed her and Serena says you sound like you're back in high school Dan tries to catch up with Georgina who of course has already made a photo copy and she tells Dan about Blair's prenup which he didn't know about I thought everyone knew about this I guess not um yeah he and she basically tells him if you decide you want to be with her you're going to make her a pauper because she need her family is going to have to pay if they break this treaty. So now Dan knows about it, um, which I was actually, yeah, surprised that he didn't originally know about it. Yeah, I guess this is not common knowledge. Right. I mean, why would it be? It's kind of. Um, it's a little I, like. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not good. I couldn't, I couldn't think of the word, um, but. No, it's it's not good. It's a really messed up situation. When, I guess no one would want me, to know. Yeah, the scene with Blair and Serena, and Serena's like, it feels like we're back in high school. Like, how many times are we going to do this? I felt that that was a little out of nowhere because they haven't had this kind of fight. No, in a while. No, not since it was you know Nate days, like over a boy kind of situation. Right. And she was like, how many times are we going to do this? I'm like, hold up. You haven't done this this in a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I know. It's just like seems as though, I guess because they were, they both lied last episode. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So back to the the Charlie Rhodes, plural, because we have two Charlie Rhodes now. Um, Chivy. Chivy. Lola sees 
Chivy and remembers her from Florida and their acting time together. And so Chivy is shitting a brick. And Lola is trying to catch up. She's like, how are you? Are you working? What's going on? And Chivy just ultimately like can't handle it. She has to go anyway. So Nate comes over and he mentions how much they look alike, which I'm like, sure, Jan, you don't look anything alike. They really I act- this. No, I actually think they do look alike. You do? I meant to. I wrote this down because I remember you saying that like they look nothing alike. And to me, they look like they could definitely be related. <laughs> like to me, they look like they could I, pass. They're not identical. Oh, but no, I mean, no, no, no. You know, they're pretty similar. Yeah. And it's funny. In next week's episode, Chivy's hair is like red. Oh. Yeah. So I think they did that kind of like. To, to differentiate, di- yeah, differentiate between the two, unless it was like Katie, Kaylee's like decision to just say I wanted to do that, but yeah, yeah you'll see. Um, so Chivy leaves, and Nate tells Lola about the surname and how she's actually Charlotte Rhodes, and Lola is super confused. She can't believe what she's hearing. So later on, she decides to friend request her. Because basically, it's like, I'm on to you. I'm, why would I friend request, you know, Charlotte Rhodes if I'm Charlotte Rhodes? Right. But Nate doing all of this stalking to get Lola, like, does Lola not have a last name? Right. It's like, did you only get her phone number and first name? Like, it doesn't make sense. Especially he, if he knew all about that. I, she used to live in Florida and she wants to pursue acting. And like, I, how does he not know? Like, even if it's Lola Rhodes, did she make, <laughs> does she have another last name? You know what I'm saying? They're hot. Right. It just, something's not right. No, it's not right. It's just all too, co- like, coincidental and just easy for the writers to spin this w- twisted web. I have to say, though, I love the fact that Nate was the one to bring this to the surface and for Lola to be like, wait, I'm sorry. What? Wait, what's her name? What did yeah. you say? And he's like, you know, he tells the whole story of how that was her fake name and her mom, like, involves her mom. And so poor Lola's like, holy fuck. I mean, by now, she's got to know who Serena Vanderwoodson is. I'm still stuck on this whole, how does she not have any idea who the Vanderwoodsons are? She, I mean, she doesn't. She doesn't. I know. It's (laughs) wild. It's so wild. I know. Yeah. And she keeps ending up in the circle of these people. I know. Yeah. So we have to go on to a quick scene to stir up more trouble. Alessandra is actually interested in Charlie Trout. She wants to hook up. <laughs> Charlie Trout killed me. Killed me. I know. And she like refers to him only as such. And I know. of course he declines because he's like maybe a couple years ago in high school I would have been into this. But when Georgina shows him a photo of Dan and Blair kissing, now he is out for revenge and hooks up with uh alessandra and basically says like i'm interested dan and i are partners in writing a book like tell me more about him yeah well that's just gonna stir up some shit yeah i'm so not here for it i'm over that shit chuck if you were gonna be better you need to just already be better just be better well (laughs) maybe he'll be yeah, I can't even. I don't even know why I was trying to stay a pace for him. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, no, I take it back. Uh, never mind. Derailing. <laughs> We're off the rail. Right? Oh, my God. Um, our last few scenes, we have Dan catching up to Blair outside, asks her, what does this kiss mean? She says, 
I don't know. And he says, I know things are different now. You definitely didn't kiss me like that back in the day. And she tells him that her relationship with Louis is strictly business because now he knows about the dowry. But Serena comes first. Like, we can't even discuss this. Serena is my best friend. She has feelings for you. So we, I got to go. Georgina tells her husband that Dan and Blair eventually will self-destruct anyway, so she's not going to still use this information she has. Then we have Esty. Esty, Esty. She goes and looks at a picture of Blair and Louis, covers Blair's face, obviously has feelings for Louis, Uh, so this is going to be fun. Yes, it will be. Uh, And finally, the best part of the episode is... Chivy, she heads home to the Hamptons where she has been staying, and it's revealed that Cece is unfortunately in her final days, and Chivy has been there living with her. And we pan to a very sweet picture of the two of them on the nightstand, and it seems as though she's been one of the caretakers for Cece. How sweet! Called this called this. This is probably one yeah. of my most proud moments and i'm gonna boast for a second because i definitely predicted this a while back uh yeah yeah a while back that somehow this was gonna they were gonna have that you know bond and cc was gonna be the one to die and who yeah you did you did predict it was cc good this was good so uh very sad but i feel so um it's so sweet that chivy did stay with her like, yeah, well, you know, obviously we know it's not her real grandmother. Do you think that at this point, Cece knows that she's her grandma, her granddaughter or not? No. She doesn't know yet or she does know? I think she, you know, I, it's, I think it's one of those things where it's like, she'll, you'll be my granddaughter, whether or not you're actually blood. Yeah. But I have a feeling that you're not like I knew for a long time that you weren't, but no one else in my family cared for me or even, you know, was there for me. Right, so right. you're my granddaughter. Yeah. And I love the fact that Chivy was going to tell Lily. Like, I truly believe she was there to tell Lily. Right. She, I think so too. She doesn't want this hanging over her head anymore, especially knowing right. that CC is, she's not making it. So she, how sad would it be if her daughter never got to say goodbye to her? Right. And then I'm curious if Chivy called Carol. Right. So then is every, well, I'm jumping ahead. I'll just, I will save it. Okay, if you want. (laughs) Yes, I'll save it. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be with Tamara from the Shelf Addiction podcast. Um, She also has another podcast, the Recaps podcast. So I'm excited to chat with her and see all of her Gossip Girl history and how she feels about this season. All exciting things. So just give us a minute. We'll be right back. What's up, fellow book nerds? It's time to feed your fiction shelf addiction. Hear book club style roundtables, bookish chats, and more. Join Tamara and her friends for fantasy and thriller read-alongs and other shenanigans over on the Shelf Addiction Podcast. Listen now on your podcatcher of choice. Subscribe for free and you too can have a shelf addiction. 
Okay, we're back from break. We are now joined by Tamara from the Shelf Addiction podcast and the... Wow, I'm just blanking because you have another one. The Recap Pods. <laughs> the Recap Pod. Oh, my God. I said it before we even wrapped. Um, so welcome. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. So I know you just were telling us that you binged the 15 episodes prior to this episode, which congrats much appreciated that you um <laughs> yes that you, you bared with this season because uh I do not care for it that much <laughs> yeah and now I know why I forgot what happened in this season when you know I had to pick the episode I'm like I don't remember this season at all and now I know why it's yeah. not my favorite <laughs> no it's not yeah. so what is your history with Gossip Girl now have you just watched it once through did you watch it when it first aired did you watch it when it came out on Netflix yeah I was late to the party so I think when I was about mm, Maybe four seasons in. They had four seasons on Netflix. I binged four seasons. And then I caught up, I think, with season five or six, something like that. And then I watched that real time and finished it out. Um, But I definitely was several years in before I figured, oh, let me watch this show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I watched it when it first came on. And then I actually stopped watching after season three. And then my sister filled me in on basically everything that happens. And then we for this podcast, I've been like, you know, watching a few ahead. But it's basically like a new show to me, too, which is really funny. And Michelle, as we know, has never seen it. And she really doesn't know anything that happens. So yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a journey. But this, yeah, this season has been really tough um, to like any of the storylines, I feel. So it's kind of disappointing. And um, in trivia, actually, for this episode, it said this this was the all-time low of the season. But then actually, when you look further, it gets lower and lower. So Ooh. it's not good. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. It's not good. I know. It's like, oh, what are we looking forward to? Oh, oh no. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, I That's can't even tell good. you because I don't remember. It's right. like you. <laughs> I know. And... There, like it just it speaks volumes that you can't even remember what happens in this season. Um, but do you have a favorite character? Maybe your first rewatch or your first watch of the show? So you've only watched it once through. Yeah, you know, I uh, thinking back, I I really liked Chuck and Blair. I wanted them together so bad, and I was so frustrated with how long it was taking for this to happen. And I'm like, why are you subjecting me to this? I know. And yeah, and now I kind of feel like watching this, I'm like, they, they're they really not good together. Why did I like them together so much? Yeah, you're not alone. We all felt that way. I know, it's like what everyone says, but it's so true with how long it's been like, like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen, right? And here's broken record, whatever. I convinced their end game. I feel like Chuck <laughs> and Blair will end up together. So it's just taking forever to get there. And again, it's like their story and it's like this drawn out and it'll make it like so amazing when they finally get together, blah, 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 blah. But it's just this ongoing yeah. and it's the same thing over and it's over. It's the same thing over and over to get there so it's like and just in this season 
I was watching. I'm right. like, I forgot she was pregnant in this season. Yeah. And then they had that car crash. I'm like, oh, no. I Then I remembered what she does. And I'm like, this is so stupid. I hate it. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. And Michelle yeah. does know, and now our audience knows, that Louis and Blair don't end up together. And so the fact that we even had to have them get married is like, oh, my God, why are we stretching this out even more? Yeah. It's like such a just really like pesty like i'm just not interested in that louis storyline and like thank goodness he's actually gone from the show now like you were a nice actor but the storyline was shit (laughs) i agree actually i I never liked him never not even since day one no i was like i didn't like how he looked i'm like he doesn't look cute he looks not like a prince at all so i never (laughs) liked him (laughs) Yeah, I love it. When we first meet I him, so he ob- you they trick you into thinking maybe he isn't actually royalty, and he maybe he's dressing a little schlumpy or something. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, just from I'm like, day look one. at him, and then look at you know her, you know Chuck. Look at them yeah. they, next to like that's not her type. She doesn't even like him. Yeah, like, she she I doesn't even understand. like him. Yeah. Ca- and she like, caught up him. in the whole, yeah. yeah. Well, caught up in the lore of being a princess. And he did love her. He just, being in that world really drove him. Let me ask you, what do you think of Blair and Dan? Ugh, ugh. Oh, my gosh. If I could just, ugh, oh, my God. It makes me want to earl. I'm sorry, you guys. I want to hurl. <laughs> That's okay. You're not alone as well. I love it. I just, I, and honestly, it kind of annoyed me that it seems like, why does everyone like Blair? What's so great about her? Like, I don't understand why he even wants her so bad. Maybe just because he hasn't been with her. I don't know. I, mm. Mm. Yeah, maybe he, yeah. he has this idea of who he thinks that she is. And maybe that's better than them actually forming something and him realizing like how she would be in a relationship. So, I mean, Michelle and I, we actually ship them. I mean, currently I don't, as much as I like seeing the kiss, it's not good timing. This is not the time to be happening. Um, But we do appreciate them as friends. We think they have a great friendship at this point in in the series because when we first start out, they hated each other. So it's just nice where we end up here. But I, you're not alone. People don't like our our little ship there. <laughs> like, I just wish, like, sometimes just let people be friends. Like, why do you right. always have to cross the line and mess up your friendship? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that is inevitable. Like, clearly, she is not in love with you. <laughs> she does not want you. Mm-hmm. But you want her still. I just don't right. understand. In this right. episode, I'm like, it's- oh, my God, why is this happening? <laughs> I forgot about that kiss. I'm like, Ugh. oh, no thanks. So, I, so they're not your ship. But if you no. had to ship, obviously, without spoiling too much, um, who would you ship on the show? Um, Are you still a Chuck and Blair stan? You know, I still want them together i still want to watch you know what happens um so i'm still interested just because i'm so frustrated about it but i also kind of like um 
And I don't even like this character in general, but I kind of like the actual real Charlotte and Nate. Oh, Lola, I guess. Lola. Yes. Yes. Lola and Nate. Yeah. 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 I can I can agree to that. We talked about that last week. Someone I forgot maybe it was Nicole. We talked we had a conversation about it and I feel like they could work. Yeah. It makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Out of all the women that he's every been with every woman on the show couple of has years. gone through Nate. He's <laughs> that unfortunate character. I really don't think the writers knew exactly what to do with him. So he kind of just floats right. around doing dumb stuff and mm. being taken advantage of. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. If you could go back to your first watch of the show, do you remember having um, a favorite plot up to this point? Like anything that you truly remember as something you liked or maybe something that you thought was so scandalous that you've never forgotten about? Mm. Oh, that's hard. I'd have to probably go back and rewatch older seasons to be sure. (laughs) (laughs) But I think um, way, way in the beginning, I thought it was ultra gross that um, Serena and Blair both were sleeping with Nate. You know, she got with him that time. I was like, ew, you (laughs) Uh, what kind of friend are you? You're gross. And I never really... I know. Serena's kind of always been like, meh, since then. I never really liked her that much after that. But And that was right yeah. at the beginning, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, season one, It was, definitely. yeah. 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 Yeah, Serena's another character that they don't really do much with her. So it makes it not entertaining to watch her do anything. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, so, so far you've rewatched season five. Do you have a favorite character in this season? You know, I think if I had to say, it would probably be, I don't know, probably Blair. I just really like her vibe this season, even though she's not doing things I like her to do. I still just really... I I connect with her. I feel like if I were a character on that show, I would probably be most like her. <laughs> yeah. But not her. I'm not as snotty as yeah. her, but most like her probably. I don't think anyone there's not one quite like Blair. I don't think in in life. <laughs> you know, like no one <laughs> is as she's just a very particular person, very uh just a very particular just persona there's something about her that i don't think you can ever duplicate in an actual person no but i like how she like just tells people the business like she's just like this is what it is shut up stop talking to me i kind of like that aggressiveness about her but yeah not the other stuff (laughs) right yeah and and season five is truly i mean she was changing a little bit if you can remember back in season four Four, and we kind of saw some steps there but this season she really does shine with not she's not petty anymore she's softer she's mm-hmm. not really like harping on things she's kind of letting them go so it's good to see because sometimes she could be really tough to watch as a viewer because she's so unrelatable when it comes to things like that and like the way she treats people yeah. but she's definitely gotten better I think uh, once they were out of high school and she had that reality dose of college and like, you're not top dog. 
I yes. think that was probably the catalyst that started changing her right. a little bit. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's when her and Dan kind of like um, formed at least having like similarities in their lives, like going to the same school and, oh, we like foreign movies and we like to, you know, they had a little bit of a commonality there. So I think that that helped their bond, that at least that they have now. Um, yeah. Remember when Vanessa was there, though, too? Oh, Vanessa. Uh, yeah. What's your oh, Vanessa. On Vanessa. Because we actually appreciated Vanessa after all. We know she's gone pretty much for the rest of the show, but um, we thought she th- they did her dirty, naturally. Um, but did. what did you think about her character? Because she's one of the most hated characters on this television show, and it's such a disappointment to hear when people have to shit on her all the time. Yeah, I didn't like some of the things she did, but I wasn't really mad at it per se. Right. You know, um, yeah. I just thought it was unfortunate that the only person with some melanin in their skin on the whole show was like most hated. I'm yeah. like, what? Uh, yeah, this is a point that we drive home on this podcast every time we bring her up. So it's yeah. just doesn't sit well with us. And no. Uh, no. it just the character could have been given so much more. And in, in the book, she's like this badass that just, you know, owns up to her shit and she does what she wants. And people like appreciate that. And then they wrote this character as someone that everyone just like she was a scapegoat. Everyone just threw things at her. Yeah. And she really spiraled in the end, which sucks. She didn't even go out on, I mean, I guess she like, well, she was the catalyst for Dan and his book, but it just, what do you think of Jenny? Because that's another hated character. You know, I don't. Who we appreciate. I don't hate Jenny. I just think she was just so young and dumb. And I'm like, she was younger than them in high school. So I just kind of just, she's just young and dumb. (laughs) And I think she was trying to be, older you know quote unquote with the rest of them and it messed her up that's what i think i mean so i don't hate the girl i'm glad they actually found a way to send her off (laughs) so she could not be horrible but yeah yeah because you're right she was hanging out with people who were not her age the only one that was basically her age was eric and you know he was Oh, remember, remember him? him? We totally we forgot about Eric. Him ever. I don't think we've seen him once in this entire season or even... It's been a long time. Since, I don't even think in season four we saw him. I don't remember. We saw him, Did he I get think, out of the hospital? Four. Or is he still, like, oh, yeah. in the... Oh, is he still yeah. in the place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was, yeah. That was a long time ago. But, I mean, he might as well be in the hospital. Not that I'm wishing that on him. But, like, that, they don't yeah. do anything with his character. Um, yeah. But... You're right. That's to the point of Jenny was hanging out with her brother and her brother's friends. Quote, they weren't really her friends, but, you know, she wasn't really having a good influence of someone her Mm -hmm. age. So she did want to try and be older and fit in with the older crowd. So it was unfortunate. Which messed her her. up, I think, in the worst way, because I really when I think back. I'm really mad at the fact that Chuck slept with her. I'm like, that is uh, so, mm-hmm. I was really mad at that. Like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. You couldn't find yeah. any other. Uh-huh. <laughs> you had to yeah, do it, that. <laughs> that was probably one yeah. of the worst storylines they, they could have written on the show. It just didn't make yeah. sense. It was the ultimate cringe factor. Plus, yeah, I mean, yeah it just wasn't good. No. Um, and he's a villain. About, well, he was a villain anyway. Yes, he was. And it only 
it's only taking us really up until this point to realize that he's not. Like, it took mm-hmm. Michelle a really long time to even be neutral with Chuck because of how yeah, I mean, that's start with him. That's right. That's how I feel at this yeah. point. I don't even like him right now. He's just I nothing, I nothing him, him. <laughs> which is a po- which is a positive. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly for yeah. us. Um, yeah. So the Charlie Lola storyline. Do you remember liking this? Now that you're rewatching, do think things come back to you that um, you I liked? Didn't disliked? care for it. I didn't care for it. I didn't like when I saw, you know, the Charlie, the, you know, first Charlie, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot this. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I'm like, how can this whole family be so stupid? And then when, when I was watching <laughs> the latest episode, I'm like, wait, did they ever meet the original girl? I mean, was she no. always away? I could not remember if they ever met her ever in life. It's not even it's barely discussed up until this point of how long it's been that since these girls have seen each other, since the sisters really have had their families together. So it they make it seem like Carol basically never introduced Lola Charlie into this world. Like she she just said, I have a daughter, but you know, I'm not keeping her anywhere near this this life and we just they just kept her in Florida. Like I don't I don't know. And it's so, so the weird. fact that we were saying how so weird. Nate apparently looked up Lola's name. Well, how did you look her up if you didn't know her name was Charlotte Rhodes? And like, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Even if he did Lola, what about the, the last, last name? name? Yeah. It's how did weird. he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's. Yeah. Well, I know when she got he got her phone number, he said he bribed her boss. Right. So maybe her boss just calls her Lola, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's still weird. It's, it's still weird. a ridiculous storyline on this show that is really far-fetched that the audience is like, oh, come on now. This would never fly. It just would never happen. Yeah. I just want to know in the writer's room whose inspiration this yeah. was. Who came up with this and did this source from a personal story, mm-hmm. as do a lot of stories, True. right? I mean, I yeah. hope to not this extent where these people literally are in the same circles. <laughs> Can you and imagine not knowing that these that they're related? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, at the end of this episode, I was surprised that Lola didn't react a little differently than she did. Like. You know, they're sitting on the couch talking. And of course, Nate comes to you guys know you guys look just like sisters. And I'm like, oh, God. And then soon after that, he tells her the story. And I'm like, you're not flipping out. I'd flip the fuck out. Like, excuse me. (laughs) Like, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you curse on the show? I'm sorry. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just go off. Oh, yes. But yeah, I'm like, I have the mouth of a truck driver. I would have went off, I think. I don't think I would have been able to hold it in like she did. She sent her a friend request. Yeah. I know. I I would have been like, what? Immediately Mm -hmm. called her. I'm assuming they they have the phone number. I don't know. Uh, but it's just like, that was crazy. She, she she did a good job of, like, I guess, maintaining her her anger and her fury. Like, I can't. Or now she's just going to have to investigate. I don't know. Is she going to tell Carol? We'll have to see next week how this all comes. Because this is going to come to the surface now. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so we have a few questions from our listeners. Will Michelle is still dying to know, is Pear, Dan and Blair still on? Are they back on? No, they were never on. They were never on. We hoped they would be, but we got caught up in their friendship. I like them as friends. Now that I've seen them kiss, it is cringe. My pear heart was not bursting. (laughs) I did not enjoy it. I did not enjoy it. I was screaming because I'm like, I cannot believe we're still doing this in the sense where I wanted this so bad last season. I don't want it anywhere. I just want them to be best friends. Right. Yeah. I don't. Agreed. I don't like this. Agreed. I don't like uh, it. Vic makes a good point. She says, do you think Blair gave in to Padge because she's so miserable? I feel like if she was talking to Chuck and he leaned in, she would have done the same thing. Yeah, she does make. kiss him. Yeah, I think she likes Dan. So she doesn't want to like you know, push him in the face or something. And I think she, he did just catch her right at the right moment where she was a little bit weak mm-hmm. and she just let it happen. It wasn't right. like she was aggressive with him or about it. She just didn't say no. Right. And listen, maybe it was a really good kiss and maybe that's just that. It was a good kiss. We both are good kissers, but at the end of the day, we're just supposed to be friends, and my heart doesn't flutter for you like it flutters for Chuck Bass. Right. Yeah. And I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's what's going to come to the surface. If they end up dating, I will be so shocked. <laughs> like, if they do, like, two episodes of dates or two episodes of, like, hooking up on the side, I'm, I'll flip a table. I keep saying <laughs> oh that. Oh, my gosh. There's lots of things I'm going to flip a table for. Teresa style, like, legit flip the table. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That is right. Oh my yes, God. I look forward exactly. to seeing it, Michelle. If this if this is the case, um, Vic oh also wants to know how do we feel about Dan now that uh, we know he actually sent this video. She says, "I feel like he did it for selfish reasons." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tamara, yeah. do you uh, were you surprised that Dan was the one to send the video? Did you think it was actually Serena? No, because <laughs> they fake you out. <laughs> yeah. They try, but I'm like, okay, so I feel like the first time I watched it, I believe that Serena did it. But now I look at things a little differently. So I instantly was like, she didn't do it. Why is she lying? Like, she's constantly lying. Like, for uh, dumb reasons. Like, that was dumb. There was no reason to lie. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, Dan, just everything he does is kind of selfish, honestly. So, mm-hmm. you know what? Good point to that. Because Blair confronts her about it, about, oh, you took the fall for, our, for posting for the video. For story or something like that, yeah. And and Serena's like, yeah, I took the fall for it. But Blair doesn't continue with, like, oh, who actually posted that video then? Yeah. Right. She doesn't even think the about conver- it. it. Because she doesn't care? Does she not care? She's more focused She's care on being when forgiven for taking her date and running yeah. away. <laughs> right. True. Very yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michelle, will Blair ever forgive Dan for sending the video? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think so. For I think sure. she, for, I mean, they all forgive each other and they keep doing bad stuff to each other and then they all take it back. They're right. happy together exactly. for a summer and then it's back to knives out, you know? Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that whole um, oh, Dan writing Nate as two characters and not even himself in his book and then Nate and Dan like didn't speak for a few episodes and then they're like we're cool again like there's 
Yeah, the, everyone on this show goes back to eventually just being friends with each other, regardless of what has happened. So, yes, she will eventually yeah. forgive him. Yeah. 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 Um, she asks, would you confront your best friend if you caught her kissing the guy you liked or would you stop talking to her as well? But like, mm. does my friend know? I mean, Blair knew that Serena likes Dan. You know? Would you confront? Well, I mean, in my younger days, I definitely would have confronted my friend. Um, but I wouldn't let him off the hook either. Mm. <laughs> But in my old age, quote unquote, um, I probably would just. But see, in this case, they're not together right now. So you can't even really go after Dan right now because they're not together. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. This is like really it's just I don't in this situation, you know, like, is my friend married kissing the guy I like and they know I like them? And confront, yeah, I mean, if I catch them and I'd probably react, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Flipping tables. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'd flip a table. Yeah, I guess like back in the day, maybe in high school or something, I, I, I probably would have been upset and would have said like, how dare you, you know, kiss the guy that I like. But now, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it, dep- it all depends on the, on the circumstance. So, I mean, I remember in high school, the boy I liked, my best friend started dating. And I was crushed, crushed. crushed. But my friend didn't know. But I also think at the time, my friend wouldn't have cared. Mm. Because, you know, they had feelings for each other. And I just would have been a crushed puppy, which I was. You know, something similar happened to me in high school. I think it's a theme. But it's this guy I was flirting with for like a whole damn semester. But I never like told him that I liked him. Mm -hmm. And we never actually went out. And then like, I remember we had like meat testing, like in the 10th grade. And so we were there on a weekend. And I see them like make it out in the corner. I'm like, when did that fucking happen? I'm like, oh my God. Uh, All I can do is blame myself. I'm like, I missed the boat. I didn't say anything. Well, that mm-hmm. that's how I felt, too, because I was also flirting with this person and we had a rapport and then they hang out one weekend while I'm away on vacation and I come back and they're a couple. Yeah. I'm wondering if Liz knows who I'm I talking know, about. Do I you know, know who I'm talking, talking about? about. Okay. <laughs> Those are the high school but breaks. I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was devastated. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's yeah. all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. I have a question, and I I wanted I brought this up in the first oh, yeah. half. Did any of our listeners ask this list? Because no, I don't no, want to no. steal ahead. their. So in this episode, you know, everyone it's a they go back to their high school days of how they were, and they dress like they did in high school, which is just their uniforms. But I'm curious, what would you have worn? <laughs> what is your past self's outfit? Oh my god. Hmm, not as cute as what Serena was wearing. That's no, for sure. That yeah, was no. such a cute outfit. Same. I loved it. Yeah. I would have loved to dress like that in high school, but uh, I probably would have just had on some like used jeans that tells you how old I am <laughs> and like a matching jean jacket. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was circa high school 2003 to 2007. So that was like prime Hallister and Abercrombie days. So um Probably would have been wearing like three layered, three double collar shirts and a puka necklace. 
Oh. And uh, ripped jeans or cargo pants and flip flops. Flip flops. Uh, oh, my hair, what? my hair scrunched, <laughs> scrunched with the bangs straight, but the rest of the hair scrunched. Like that was high school, Alyssa. So you were, you were so preppy. High school, Michelle was Paul just Frank like t-shirt. a giant Paul Frank <laughs> sweatshirt with baggy jeans. Because at the time, my jeans didn't, you know, fit me properly, no. and probably a paper clip <laughs> necklace that I made. <laughs> And I wore stuff I would find on the side of the streets, like old washing machine handles I'd make jewelry from. I was just a weird (laughs) kid. My group, this is what we did. And I had my Lucky Charms watch that I got from the cereal box that I wore around my neck. And my hair was always in a top bun. Yes. I look like I rolled out of Oh, and Vans sneakers. My Vans sneakers. With my Homer Simpson shoelaces and a backpack that had a giant... Go vegetarian patch. <laughs> oh, that's cute. My goodness. That's oh, cute. real cute. Let me tell you, real oh, cute. I love Not it. cute. I love it so <laughs> much. Cute. It's adorable. Cute. I would love some of our listeners to send um, if you guys yeah. want some photos of you in high school so we could do some throwbacks because maybe Michelle I really and I will post that. some of our throwbacks on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nick also wants to know what do you think will now. Wait, I'm sorry. What do you think will happen now that Lola knows that Ivy has been posing as her? Wow. Michelle? I mean, she's got to blow some shit up. <laughs> I don't think right? she's that mean. She seems so timid. I'm like, what is she really going to do? I don't know. Well, what do you think about, I mean, I know you've seen it, but maybe you don't remember so you can predict with me, but her sending the friend request, I guess that's a signal to chivy charlie to be like oh shit yeah Yeah. absolutely like i know i know i'm looking at you (laughs) yeah right yeah yeah she's like i'm on to you i'm the real charlotte Rhodes. so who the hell are you because her name on there says charlie Rhodes. it's so bad right yeah uh, yeah I'm, i'm i'm excited because next week michelle lots will unfold and you'll be oh. happy, and I'll be glad that we'll be watching together next week. So, yes, mm-hmm. me too. I'm more invested in the Lola slash Charlie story right now than Blair and whoever <laughs> right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, <laughs> we've yes, been here since day sure. one. We're like, yes, give us that Charlie Chivy Ivy situation. It's it's fun, even though it's ridiculous. It's so much fun to watch because. It's ridiculous. And also, there's the mystery aspect of nobody knows that Chivy is not the real Charlie. It's so yeah. good. It's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And I rather watch that than boy drama. The same boy drama. I just don't. I know. Give me that. I don't want to see two 20 somethings fight over boys. It's like, yeah. ugh, exactly. guys. <laughs> right. 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 right you right. guys have been doing this like you're. Your entire lives. It's so boring. Like if you're if you're that close of friends, then I feel like you wouldn't be fighting this much. Like when my sister and I were growing up, I mean we're we're four years apart. As kids, yeah, we fought a lot because we were young. And then as soon as like I was in high school and she like we just we became best friends and that was it. And like to this day, she's my best friend. So it's like if these two girls grew up not having a sibling, a sister, and they that's all they had. I feel like you guys would get like get past this already. Like why are we still yeah. fighting? Like we're in, we're kids. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. I'm here for it. 
Yeah. Um, not happy that Chuck slept with Alessandra just to get back at Padge. Yeah, we know. Um, Tamara, what teen show do you think would be better as a book? Hmm. Did Which you read show? any of the Gossip Girl books? I did not, actually. So I think those were... I was reading other stuff when those books came out. Yeah. Um. But so what teen show would make a good book series? Yes, like that's the opposite. The question. Hmm. Yes. That's hard because every teen show I watch was a book. Um, so I can't think of the other way. Um, uh, I don't know. I have to come. I have to take a vow and come back to yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah. Out of all yeah. of the teen shows that you watch that were books, do you have a favorite? Actually, I do. And it's like an odd one, but the Mortal Instruments series, that oh. I, I loved those books so hard. And then What did you the think show of the movies, though? Because the movies, the movies were, were not good. The movie was bad. <laughs> yeah. But the Freeform TV show was pretty good. I've heard good things about the TV show as well. I didn't read the books. I think my sister yeah. did read the books. Um, yeah. But people, yeah, people heard said good things. good things about it. Oh, that's yeah, a good, good one. Yeah. Um, on the list of things to watch, so. Mm-hmm. Very good. Have you dabbled in any other of, like, the genre of of teen dramas as far as, like, The O.C. or One Tree Hill or other um, podcasts? <laughs> I watched Pretty Little Liars and loved oh, nice. it. I've rewatched that whole thing twice, actually. <laughs> You're not alone. Yeah, um, but I never watched the OC or One Tree Hill. I think that was just like a funny time when those came out. I was just into other stuff. So I'm right. I'm a late person when it comes to the teen dramas. I was an adult watching the the old teen dramas and catching up. So yeah, and so yeah. I'm sure your opinions are vastly different than when like I originally like when Gossip Girl first came out. I think I was a uh, Going, I was going, yeah, it was my last high school year. I was going into being a freshman in college, and I remember thinking, like, oh my God, this show is so good. And now watching it in your 30s, you're like, oh my God, this this is wrong on so many levels. So it's like, I can imagine watching these shows for the first time, like how Michelle is, how your Mm -hmm. opinions on everything just completely change as to when everyone was watching it for the first time. I mean, this is stuff we yeah. talk about all the time, but another show I yeah. really love, like I love fantasy YA too. So like, I really love vampire diaries. I watched that twice too. <sighs> love I love so it. <laughs> and I didn't like the books. I started the books and that, but I think my mistake was I watched the show before I tried to read the book. <laughs> and then the oh, book yeah. was so different. I couldn't do it. So but yeah, I, I never dabbled that. in the books, but one of, at the time of my life, like that was my favorite television show. I loved that. Still on my list to yes. watch. Have never watched. You'll love it. it. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Even as an adult, I, I still like it. I still like it. Yeah. One I of see our some problems, but I still like it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just that escapism, the fantasy world. Because yes, there's there's so much um, like of that love story in there, but there's also the supernatural element, so it adds like a different level. Yeah. To the storyline. So yeah. Definitely a good show, and everyone should check it out at some point. Jess wants to know, what do you think Chivy was trying to tell Lily? Was it about Cece being sick, or was it the scam about Carol, or was it something else? I think it was for Cece being sick. Same. Yeah. 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 
Oh. Tamara, I asked Michelle this, but do you feel as though Cece at this moment knows that Ivy is the real, Ivy is her granddaughter or knows that she's not her granddaughter, but it's okay with it? I think she, if she doesn't know, she suspects something because there was that scene where they, you know, she covered for her and lied mm-hmm. for her. And she's mm-hmm. like, hmm, so that that lady is not dumb. She knows something is off. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I feel that way, too. Um, How does Nate yeah, not knows. know Lola's last name, even if he doesn't know her real name? <laughs> her first real name is Charlotte. Yeah, I know, Jess, we've been uh, discussing this point uh, for the last, like, 15 minutes because we don't know how Nate would look up Lola and know those certain things about her as as far as I know you lived in Florida and I know you moved here from it, it just the details I'm like how did you get this if you didn't know her name it doesn't make any yeah. sense no sense Mm-mm. um no nope, that's man. all of our questions Tamara do you have anything that you would like to discuss that you uh, made note of in your head or maybe you wrote notes down as far as what happened in this episode or something you want to discuss that happened in past episodes? You know, I just, I am actually torn on if I want to continue watching season five. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I should love I keep it. going? Because like I'm in the groove now. I'm like, should I keep going or should I quit? Are you guys, like, what do you, if you were in my position, what would you do? <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I quit on this show originally, so I can't give you much advice there. Honestly, it's fun to shit talk every single week. Michelle and I discussed this a bunch. Like, it wasn't a show that um, we necessarily would continue watching at this stage in our life if we weren't podcasting about it. So we probably... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, like I will wrong. never yeah. rewatch no. this show. I'm never going to be like, you know what I'm in the mood for? Let me relive Gossip Girl. I'm good. Right. I'm good. I, I think I would treat this show. I don't know what your schedule's like, but I work from home, so I would put it on in the background. Yeah, I work from home I'm too. Just, like, <laughs> catching it, maybe you know, it's certain things, or just read what happens. But I don't know if I can. Right. Yeah. I just, um, I really think I was hoping for more like Chuck and Blair stuff. And I'm like, oh, I forgot all this other stuff. I'm like, I kind of just want to get to the meat of it. Now yeah. watch that part. Yeah. But... Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fast forward. Yeah. Maybe. maybe fast forward through a few and then uh, watch like the last 10 of season six and just wrap mm-hmm. it up. If you feel yeah. like you want to, obviously no pressure. If you stop, no one will know and that's okay. And, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's just a, it's really hard where we are right now with this season. Season four, I felt I'm a broken record, but I felt like it was probably my favorite with all of the th- craziness that happened. Um, I don't know if you remember, there was Juliet who was, the sister of the guy, Ben, who was in jail that Serena put in jail. Oh, That yeah. ridiculousness. Even though it was ridiculous, I still loved it way more than I love anything happening in this season. So, yeah. I did catch something interesting. And I think I heard that you guys are watching the new version of Gossip Girl. We are. Are you caught yeah. up? Yes, we're all caught up. Yes. Okay, me too. So oh, when good. I was watching season five, there was that one episode where I can't remember what uh, episode it was, but it, um, when everyone's tips were released on a spreadsheet. Yes. I'm like, they recycled that. 
Mm -hmm. I'm like, they recycled that. And I didn't even realize it until I went back and was watching this season. Yeah. Michelle and I talked about that because we talked about that. At that point in our rewatch, our watch of season five, that was when we were watching with the Nate stuff. So we were like, oh, my God, it's basically the same situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Funny. Yeah, that was interesting. What are you thinking of the reboot? Do you enjoy it? You know, at first I wasn't sure. So instantly I liked that the the cast looked very different. Mm -hmm. I liked that. But I wasn't really sure if I liked the teacher aspect of it. Um, Like the teachers as Gossip Girl. I'm not sure I enjoyed that very much at first. But now I'm like kind of into it. And I think, again, my attention has swayed toward the relationships more than Gossip Girl. And I really yes. wanted the thruple to come together, and they did come together. <laughs> yeah. Michelle and I are so in love with Max. We're just like, yes. he just like, spews like this hunky, just you know, good guy. I said, if I were in high school, I'd do him. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I'd be like, me Hell yeah. Next. I'm next. Gorgeous. <laughs> but but even not, besides that, like he, his character right. is such a good, already well developed character. Yeah. Um, probably one of the most well developed characters on the show. But yeah, I we kind of had the same opinion about how it started as opposed to now how it the season has ended. We definitely liked the second half way better than yeah, the first. Indeed. Yeah. So, and I think these teens feel more mature than the original Gossip Girl teens. Yeah. I can agree to that. Because yeah, the current sure. world climate is different than it was then. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, there's so. there's less of that fluffy um, soap opera in it and more of like we're getting down to like serious, raw and real issues that are in the mm-hmm. world at the moment. So, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it's a post-COVID world even. It's crazy. Yeah. I was talking, I'm like, that's the first show that I've seen since COVID that actually... We talk about, yes, we are post-COVID in the show. And it was just, like, bizarre to me. I'm like, oh, my God. We're actually doing this on television. So. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm glad that you're watching. Um, We should definitely keep in touch as far as the reboot goes because we'll definitely be watching season two whenever they decide to make that and release it. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I would love to come back on if you guys want me. I'd love to come and talk. (laughs) I love talking. Because nobody I know watches these shows. So I'm like, I have no one (laughs) to talk to. Well, now you have us. You have us. We're we're your Gossip Girl friends and obviously anything else. We're based on television. We love television. So if there are any other shows that you want to talk about, we're totally here. So hit us yeah. up we're here to talk i but love it, tv as much as i love books they're like neck and neck i can't pick one over the other oh wow really do you yeah. have um so you're like the ya fantasy that's what you like to read as well i go through phases with that like right now i'm more adult fantasy and thriller mystery honestly um oh, so nice. it kind of goes in cycles you know i i read a lot of sarah j mass i like her stuff it's younger feeling but it's new adult i guess i don't know do you guys know her name oh you, my husband you, my husband i don't my significant other is a huge bookie Ooh. so um i i dabble because like i have all these books behind me you can't even see them um so like I know of like his he does the fantasy genre like 
the Joe Abercrombie books and um, like Brandon Sanderson, like all of those like okay. fantasy world type books. Um, but yeah. he doesn't actually read a lot of female authors. So I might have to change that. If you ever get the feeling to give it a try, pick up her um, Court of Thorns and Roses series. I feel like because you like this kind of TV, you would love that series Did so it? hard, especially book two. I yeah, I know this book, and I think I requested it from the library because I do you know audiobooks through the library. This sounds so familiar. So this was on my list. Team Night, yeah. night Court, y'all. Team Night Court. <laughs> so I would say, and you'll oh. see when you get to book two, you'll be like, me too. I'm in the same camp. It's so great. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, definitely. If you do read well, them, let me yeah. know. I would love to Thank hear. you for the recommendation. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yes, thank you. And I know we have a lot of readers who listen yes. to us. So I hope, you know, go check you out and share your books and yeah, everything. And all the good. links for your podcast and your Instagram, everything will be in the description for the episode. So if anyone wants to check out Tamara's podcast and her Instagram account, you can find it all in the description. Give her some love from the TB family. Oh, thanks, yes. guys. <laughs> it was so nice meeting you. Same here. Thank you so yeah. much. This is a we'll good chat. We'll definitely keep in touch yeah. with, the, with the Gossip Girl stuff because I'm interested to see how the season two is going to go with this reboot and all these crazy kids thank you so much Tamara that was so awesome to speak with you you, and uh, get to know a little bit more about you and what you do with your podcast so um, I have some trivia the episode is titled the episode is titled the episode title is based off the movie crazy stupid love the episode hit series low with 1.13 million viewers and like I said before we actually it hit an ultimate low at the end of the season with only 83,000 views. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Not good. I mean, obviously this season was, was not well received. Right. Yeah. It and suffering. people were trying, like, already losing interest, so I guess uh, not good for them. Uh, Blair's side of the prenuptial agreement includes money, chateaus, real estate, yachts, jewelers, and she owns half a museum. Yes, I did mm-hmm. take note of that. Uh, the song <laughs> I Got It From My Mama by Will I Am is a tribute to the first season, first shown in Poison Ivy. We had some music by Will I Am, St. Vincent, Tag Team, Kina, Kina Granis, and The Kills. Um, I had six like plus headbands in this episode. There were so many at the party, it was hard to keep track. <laughs> Yeah, I only had three <laughs> that I like visually saw at w- all three at once. And you're like, oh, so I wrote good. that yeah, down. Yeah, there are way too many that's to it. even keep up. Um, I really thought yeah. Blair's hair was cool in the first scene when she turned around. There was like all these, like, it was like woven together, like all these pieces. Yeah. Um, I really liked Blair's orange lace almost look like pajamas but she wore yes. it out it was like her casual wear yes. before she put on the mm-hmm. red dress really pretty um that cartier necklace that rufus was getting for lily was very beautiful with the pearls <laughs> is that niles 
<laughs> Niles is just all over the place, crawling all over the place. It's as funny, you can see I on didn't screen. even hear him. I just like saw this like in the in the camera. Yeah. Hey, Aunt. Can you just let Niles out? Spina. He was so good. He's been sleeping here, and then towards the end of our, we're talking to Tamara. It was just I was like, "Stop <laughs> it! You're distracting me." I liked Blair's red dress. I thought that was very she did pretty, look beautiful. I loved obviously Serena's whole throwback outfit. I thought that was yeah so awesome. It just looked great. Yeah, Georgina had two amazing necklaces. Oh. Yeah, one with like the spikes, and then at the end it was like gold with like the jade. I was like, "Whoa, her jewelry is amazing in this episode." Her whole throwback outfit, I loved. Yes, I was obsessed with all of it, and her just in general. Like seriously, every time she's in an episode, she oh, wins yeah. for me. It she's so good, and the way her and her husband, the rapport she has with him, is just so funny. So funny, <laughs> just cracked me up. Yeah, so good. Great. And then, okay, the end scene where Serena and Blair, they're, you know, in pajamas and they're not speaking. Was she wearing sequin pajamas? I was very confused. It was like a sequin vest over pajamas. It was, it was very weird. weird. It was weird. Yeah. 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 I, I also noticed that and kept forgetting to mention that. But I was like, what, what happened there? That was a weird combination of things. Real weird. Yeah. Uh, what about some quotes? Yeah. Um, luck- Luckily, Dorota, we don't need to learn Navajo yet. <laughs> um, Operation Dorina going very smooth. Chuck Bass is not a threat. You're doing all of this for a girl? Yeah. God. Right? The oh MO for me. You-, you think I've been wonderful? Oh. <laughs> Um, I want to up my royal status from princess to queen of hearts. Uh, yeah, that was really cute. Padge, that kiss, it wasn't like last year. You kissed me back. I felt it. Oh, my heart. Oh. I don't have the verbatim, but just the exchange with Georgina and her husband and she's like, well, it is Valentine's Day. <laughs> and you were so helpful. Yeah. And then like the you baby so starts crying. Today. She's like, oh, your turn. <laughs> I love it. So she's good. Like, oh, well, I guess it's a special occasion. <laughs> I can't believe also that Alessandra is attracted to Chuck. Because I, I just feel like, I don't know, I'm not attracted to him. And... We haven't seen anyone else really attracted to him in this world in a while. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Besides, you know, our lovely, beautiful Eva Floor. Oh, the princess. So, right? She was, and he was Giuseppe yes. Chuck, so it doesn't even... <laughs> that's a totally different vibe. Oh, that's not a so cute vibe. Her, I know. So her being attracted to him, I'm like, really? Really? Yeah. I know. I guess she was... I don't even know if she was attracted to him. Maybe she was just like, I'm thirsty. I'm drunk. I would like to just hook up with someone but to go to him yeah. i guess i don't know yeah i mean he was alone at the we'll bar and goes. she was like can you buy me a drink and she's like or not <laughs> yeah and she knows who he is yeah so. she knows like his his history too so she's probably like oh i'll be on like a notch on this belt too i don't care right yeah right, right, right. um are you ready for an mvp and shittiest 
I am. All right. Yes. MVP on three. Here we go. Three, three two, two, one. Georgina. Chivy. I knew you were going to pick Georgina. Wow. It's a given. Because it's a given. But I picked Chivy because I felt like she was trying to do the right thing, even though she's in a wrong situation. But she was going to tell Lily, we're assuming, about Cece. And um, I just felt like everyone else was kind of shitty in this episode. Seriously. Like, no one was a true winner. Everyone had something that kind of turned me off a little bit, so... Yeah, like I know Georgina doesn't deserve MVP, but I just love her performance. Yeah, but exactly, so like that's the reason she's why special. She is special. She she adds to it. Yeah, we had a vote for Georgina. We had a vote for Dorota, and we had a vote for Rufus. Mm. Dorota is also one of those. It's like you could always oh. give it to her. Obviously, she was so excited to have Blair back, oh. and she was so skeptical of uh, Esty. Yes. Like, I know. back off. Blair's mine. <laughs> yeah, SD. She's uh, she's interesting. Uh, shittiest. Yep. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Carol. Chuck. Carol. Because you know what, Carol? You're really fucking shitty. You're on You are shitty. so shitty for doing this to your daughter and then hiring Chivy. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing, the whole. Oh, yeah. She's thing. the master manipulator of this She's entire She's the stem thing. of it. Mm-hmm. Shit head. Right. Yeah, I picked Chuck, honestly, because I was like, ugh, are we really going to do this, like, revenge on Padge again? Like, grow the fuck up. But, right. you know, and also, like, a little Nate, because I felt like Nate was really not sitting well with me with the cringy Lola stuff. Um, he was such a bro in this yeah, episode. Yeah, just unattractive. Come on, bro. And he's going like, to be chicks in her And uniform. he's in his uniform. So it makes it like Ugh. he's back to high school Nate. And not, he was, not that he was like a dick in high school. But he wasn't. He just like was, he got what he wanted. And he kind of just still feels like that's what he's after. And Lola is what he wants for the temporary fix. And she doesn't want him. So he's like, uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to try and, uh, you know get her to like me it's like like a pawn in his little game i didn't like it um but we had vote for chuck we had a vote for georgina and one um also for nate okay it's time for a betty of the week are you ready of course i'm ready you're a total better total better This week, our one of our new patrons, Kate, aka Cher, since she Cher. also grew up loving Clueless. Welcome to the network, Kate. We were so excited for receiving your email and getting to know you a little bit and what brought you here. And we look forward to uh, speaking with you more on your Total Betty journey. So definitely keep in touch and. Um, you know, we look forward to speaking with you in the Discord and just getting to know you. Thank you, Kate. So sweet. So that sweet. sweatshirt and share. She's I so great. Know. She's great. Yeah. Uh, also, want to wish a very happy birthday to two of our buddies on yes. the network, Kaylee and Vic. Yes. I'm like, sorry, my <laughs> my my um volume is going in and out. Oh no. So I didn't. Yeah, 
Liz and I are via Zoom tonight, so yes. that's what I meant. But yes, Vic and Kaylee, we're wishing you a very happy birthday. We hope you have a wonderful day, celebration, and a year ahead. Yes, definitely. All right, it's time for the title for next I'm week's ready. episode. She's ready with her notebook. Episode 16 of season five, titled Crossroads. And road spelled, obviously, R-H-O-D-E-S. Oh, I got it. Mm -hmm. And next week, we are having Carly Joe from uh, a social disease podcast, which is a Degrassi podcast. So I know we have some fans of Degrassi out there. So definitely check her out next week and send her some questions and some love. The one show I've always wanted to watch. Uh, and it's a it's such a good show. It's a forever show though. Like it's literally non never ending. Like there's so yeah. many seasons. Yeah, and Bobby, my brother in law, Bill Bob, he also said that's a show he always wanted to watch. And I was like, I know. It's a How great we both show. I've never watched it. Yeah. It's just a it's a quintessential, like, this is me in high school. Every possible and then some situation that could have happened to you growing up, like it happens and it's just the cast is really good and, and it's Canadian. Like it's just everything is just so sweet about it and heartfelt and just it's a, just a really good show. Isn't it not streaming, though? It's only on YouTube. Um, it's could That could be corrected. When or we... the old one. Like I want to watch the one with Drake. Yes, that's that's the one that I'm referencing to. Not like the new class. I think. It's, right. I have to look up what the actual the actual title of the good seasons are where I right. started watching. Um, but when we have Carly Joe on, I'm excited to discuss and see. Maybe she knows where, obviously she's watching it, so she knows where it's streaming <laughs> or has the details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so my three gossip words for Crossroads are... Three gossip words. Agenda. Imposter. Performance. Take it away. Well, part of me thought that maybe this was Cece's funeral, and that's when Chivy and Charlie would collide mm. at a crossroads. Mm. But, I mean, maybe that can still happen, and there somehow could be an imposter. Um, or the performance, oh my goodness, a Juilliard performance. Carol comes and somehow then is there to see her daughter perform, but also is going to visit Cece. So maybe Cece's not dead just yet. And Lily tells Carol, like, hey, mom's not doing well. We have to go. And then Chivy's there, but then she also has to split her time between her daughter's performance. Mm. And and all while this is happening, Chivy has... uh. Lola, excuse me, has an agenda to figure out what her mom's up to and why the fuck does <laughs> Chivy have her name? Unless Chivy comes clean and tells Lola what the fuck's been going on. Oh, so many good predictions. You're very you. you're very warm on some things. I look forward to seeing your actual reactions to things in next week's episode. It's a, it's a good one. Again, I'm happy that we're watching it together because 
as much as I was squealing over the pear kiss in this episode, I was like, no, next week is so much better to see her reaction. Next week is so much better. <laughs> yeah, because this is like the pear kiss. I'm my pear heart doesn't burst. Doesn't for burst this. anymore. Okay. Only for a pear ship friendship. Okay. I could I could also agree to that. I did get I did get a little excited, but also a part of me was like, why are you getting excited? This is not good. This is just not good. Yeah. You know? This is not good. No, no, no. Um, I felt like we should do the emoji of the girl in the red dress, but did we do that already? Oh, we might have. Because Blair's dress, like, looks like that red dress, you know? But, yeah. What's a backup, have... though? Maybe something well, for Valentine's Day. Yeah, just like a heart, I would think. Maybe, yeah. like, the flaming heart. <laughs> oh, like a Cupid. Like, Cupid's arrow. Right? Right. Do they have that? Maybe. I was thinking like literally the heart with flames. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So either the red dress or the red heart, which to be perfectly honest with you, either one would look so beautiful in an oh Apple Podcast review. Oh my God. Either. We would welcome those. We Last week's was a little, that face, the <laughs> face. Yeah. <laughs> which we so were like, hard. we... We, I know. We could take that in an Apple Podcast review, but these emojis would be in an Apple Podcast review. You know the drill. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider us. Consider us. Consider yes, us. please consider, yes, consider us. us. <laughs> and think about rating us five stars and leaving us a review. It helps the show grow, and we so appreciate if you do. And we love that you're listening anyway, so doing this would just be like the extra step. And you know what? It's Christmas this week, so it would be really nice that you gave us this for Christmas. Yeah, a little Christmas present for the TB girls. Yeah. Come on. Please do. But no pressure. We love you. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Keep listening. Thank and if you. you have, and if you have already left a review, please know how much it means to us. How oh, much yes. it means for our show oh, yes. and our network it just makes us be able to grow and have everyone... Just just happy this holiday season. So, all right. Next week, we hope to read a review, guys. Let's yes, read a we review. Do. Give us one to read. Yes. Give please. us a treat. And I'm going to give you a Will's treat. Are you ready? <gasps> of course I am. Gossip Girl characters as places to live. Uh, this was submitted actually by Vic. So we have Blair, New York City. She is the queen bee of New York City after all. Chuck. Amsterdam. This dude was built for Amsterdam, and honestly, the city was built for guys like him. <laughs> Dan, Portland, some coffee at po Powell's Books with a yellow notepad and some self-indulgent quick quips in the chamber easily. <laughs> Serena, Barcelona, a colorful coastal city of dancing and love. This is her spot. Nate, Newport, Rhode Island. This dude's money is as old as the storylines, so an old mansion like the Breakers would be perfect. Rufus, Seattle, grunge, coffee, and moody artists make this an easy choice. Lily, Calabasas, California. I could see her returning to her home state and retiring to bougie Calabasas. Georgina, Moscow. She would just she would get to be truly a Svetlana once and for all. Chivy, Las Vegas. Her life is like a weekend in Las Vegas. Overpriced fake luxury that once she leaves will return to the harsh reality of who she is. She loves the Vegas. 
<laughs> the Vegas. I love it. Uh, Lola, Tulsa. They are both a bit boring right now, but up and coming. Miss Carr, Boston. She seems like she would move from New York to Boston, hit the boarding school circuit, and return to her old 18-year-old tricks. Yuck. And Maureen, England, Royal Will and Maureen take London? That's a major motion picture in the making. (laughs) I had major deja vu while you were reading those. And I was like saying the the city before you were saying it. Did we do a similar Will Street? It sounded very similar to one that we've already done. And I don't remember. So I'm glad I'm not the only one. I'm like, I... Whoa, I'm having major deja vu. Yeah. That's that was so funny so that good, you said though. that because I was like, wait, I feel like I'm I've read these before. Yeah. But also yeah. not because Chivy. Chivy. Yeah, I know. And, and Tulsa definitely yeah. wasn't in there. Yeah. So good though. Thank you, yeah, Will. And thank, thank you, Vic. Will. And if Vic. you have an idea for Will, you could submit an idea for a Will's treat. The link is in our show notes. Always. It stays there. It will stay there forever for this podcast. And he looks forward to right. getting those submissions. And so do we. I look forward to reading them every single week. It's such a joy. And yeah. we just really appreciate him. All right. We're got to strap in. We got to go to After Dark. I'm ready to Here discuss. Click. I'm going. Click it up. Click. 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 Click, 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 click. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. After Dark. There's nothing really to discuss. I was just going to say, there's nothing really for After Dark because since it's meant to be Georgina, we know that it's Georgina. Like, you know, it. there's nothing like, oh my God, Dan or Nate. <laughs> it just, it's not yeah, exciting. The allure of Gossip Girl is certainly gone. Like, there's no excitement when it comes to people reading her her blogs even this these days like nobody cares and that's why Georgina feels like she needs to have a scandal because people are losing interest just like how people are losing interest in this season like it's really just going downhill right 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 yeah uh and it's hard to talk about Gossip Girl because we know who Gossip Girl actually is for these couple of episodes right so So you can't predict or or it's obvious or not obvious because it's it's we have the the real gossip girl here like she's the one in the flesh and we're seeing how everything's panning out so yeah i'm just um a broken record but i'm not i'm excited to discuss with you and when i do my notes i still am like ah such a good show like to to talk about oh yeah but this season overall is definitely the worst one (laughs) so far as I don't far think as I don't, content. Don't you? No, you don't think that. Oh, for content, maybe I, four was so good. I don't remember because there's been a switch in my brain of how I feel about this show, right. and that happened last season. Like, to be honest with you, I really don't remember much details of one, two, and three. Right. Like, I I know you know we had the threesome and. What was two about? Two, I think, was like Serena, um, 
Was that two? Was that Aaron Rose bullshit? Yeah. Um, yes. And, um, you know, them like prepping to go to college stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe those, maybe season two was a little lackluster, I think. Season three, hard. The threesome stuff, obviously, we know there was a lot of issues <laughs> with, with that whole storyline. Love Hillary Duff, but yeah. not that. Um, so four just felt like, okay, we've hit it. We've hit the mark of like, this is a dramatic, ridiculous show that we love to hate on. And then right. with season five, it's like, well, let's just kick it up another notch. Like there's, it's, right. you don't need to kick it up another notch. It, this is, you, it's good. It just, keep it you the know, way it is. With Chuck and Blair, like, let's say, we keep saying the drawn out of them getting together is old and we're yeah. sick of watching it. However, if they weren't, if they were together, right, what would we What would we do with them? Yeah. What would we do with them? Would they scheme, what would they be scheming about? Right. And maybe we could have done it, them together, them growing into people that we actually like together. Um, Maybe not scheming anymore. Maybe they, maybe it would have been like. They they end up being the couple that like gets married super young and maybe she had a baby mm. with him super young. Like I don't know what they would have done yeah. with that. You know? Right. So. Right. Yeah, that's it's a tough situation with that. It is. And as much as I felt like season four, I was starting to really I mean, I still like Dan and Blair are still probably my favorite characters of the show. But uh, yeah. Dan, his character arc is getting to be pretty um just self like selfish. Like some of the stuff is just just selfish and with the book stuff, all of that rubbed me the wrong way. Really did not care for his attitude towards anything with the book stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's a turd. He's a turd. He's a turd. Yeah. I you know, Blair is definitely my favorite. Yeah, she to me is Gossip Girl, and when you think of this show, right? And yeah, hmm. I wonder when we're getting Gossip Girl back. That will be fun, right? Yeah, I I truly don't know. So interesting. Um, interesting. I watched until like mid episode sixteen. Wait, smart. Next week is sixteen, right? So I'm, yes. I watched mid into 17. Um, it just gets a little bit more ridiculous for me. So we'll see. Um, the That spoil teaser of the second half of the season doesn't feel like the first. I still feel like it's a continuation of ridiculousness. Um, but maybe just not. I, I, I don't know. Um, we'll see. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Um, but. That's it for this week. Next week yeah. we'll we'll be back. Episode sixteen. My goodness. With a patron. No, not with no, a patron. With That's a patron. in two weeks. With Carly Joe. But the following oh. week we will have a patron. We'll pick the winner. Yeah. Actually, uh the winner will have already been chosen. So congrats to whoever you are. It will be posted on Patreon. Um, but we look forward to speaking with them for episode seventeen. And then yeah. oh my goodness, that's it for our, that's our last episode of the year, and then we go into 2022. I know. And I want everyone, if you're celebrating, have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. All of it. All of it. Yeah. Happy holidays. And, 
you know, you'll get one more out of us uh, yeah. before the new right year. Before the but new year. this is the last episode before Christmas. So yeah, have a happy holidays, Merry everyone. Be safe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And we will be back next week with another episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls podcast. You can email us at threegossipgirlspod at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow this show and all of our others, you can head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora. 